Jewish audio on Chabad.org. Okay, welcome everybody. This is Chana Weisberg. This is we're here with a special guest, Brachalea Sasonkin um, from Matula, Israel, who is going to update us on her situation, where she is, and we're very, very pleased to have her. She had to go out of her home in order to get internet. She has an army base very close by to her, which was causing interference. Um, so she has driven a little out. She may need to in- interrupt this interview in case there are sirens that will caution her to go back into her home. But for now, we have her. Brachalea, thank you so much for joining us. It's uh, my, my pleasure and honor. Thank you um, very much. Can you tell us a little about, you are in Matula, right? Which is in the northern part of Israel. So the situation there is a little bit different for you. Can you tell us a little about your situation? Well, right now, Matula is the most northern uh, point in Israel. That means we're surrounded on three sides by Lebanon. And just the southern part of Matula is towards uh, the city of Kiryat Shmone, and then a little further down. So. Um, um, for example, for a few years ago, I don't know if you remember, they found tunnels that uh, Hezbollah has had uh, prepared from Lebanon and um, and uh, to Israel. So one of the tunnels is right in front of our house. We live in Matula, uh, right on the border. We wow. see, yeah, we we see everything in front of our eyes. And uh, what we see is miracles every day, every moment. When the Rebbe said that, we feel it and live it day Let's just, day. Tra- let's just translate that, that Hashem's eyes are on the land, that God's eyes are on the land of Israel from the beginning of the year to the end of the year. So yes, God is well, constantly watching you. You feel God watching you. Yes, yes, we do. Because, for example, last night we had to, we were called to go to the shelters because there was a, uh, they thought that if uh, someone came in through the 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 border and they were shooting light I don't know how you say light bombs I don't know how they call it it's called tzatzot uh, teura in Hebrew and uh, so they could see in the middle of the night who was coming in and was coming if they have to catch someone. Oh, wow. So we were a few hours in the shelter, right in the middle of supper. And so everyone we we have in one of the rooms in our house is a shelter. They have very thick walls and special windows that we can close with um, iron uh, covers for the windows and a, a big iron thick door. So if something happens, we're safe. Um, so I... What I mean by we see Hashem's miracle, we're surrounded surrounded by enemies. I mean, so just the fact that we could live a normal life, children can go out and play, we can go to work and do time or anything, just a normal life, it's, it's a miracle, I think. I feel that way. Um, Rechalea, do, uh, do you get scared? Do you get scared ever? I, I'm very surprised, but I'm not scared. I'm not scared. My I I have my brother with me here. In, in my father's first yard site was the Shannon Abbas. So a few of my, uh, two of my siblings already came on Chalamayid, and uh, most of my siblings were supposed to come today, but of course they can't come 
because of the whole uh, situation here, the war. So my my brother from London is here by me since Chalamoid, and he can't go back. He's with us, going into the shelters with us and just experiencing the the um, the whole situation with us um and uh, um what i'm trying to say is that i i'm not afraid so they're saying aren't you afraid i said no i i'm just i'm so sure I've, i i really the truth is i was supposed to be afraid but I, i'm not i'm i'm trying to think am i scared i'm not scared no i I'm not. I'm I'm really calm and I'm sure and I feel the Abish is is Pashit with us and, and taking care of us. Um throughout the years we we uh, we went through all kinds of Miftain, the the second uh, Lebanon war when uh, the the Hezbollah was right until shooting here near our homes. And we were here for a few days, but then we had small children and we left Metula to my in-laws because the noise of our soldiers shooting from on top, as I said, we have an army base right on top of us in our house, on top of our house. So the noise was so loud, we just couldn't, for the children, it was too hard. Now my children are older and they we asked them if they want to go because they asked us for, uh, on Sunday, they asked us and they advice advised everyone to leave Metula because they're afraid that uh, the Hezbollah is going to start uh, the war to help the Hamas. So we chose not to go. We asked our children who are older now, and they said, no, we want to be here to do what we have to do on Shlichus. And uh, for example, yesterday we prepared 70 uh, boxes with food for the Chayalim that are here. Um, the army didn't get organized as well as, he, uh, you know, in such a short time. So food is needed for the soldiers. Um, so we have a shliach next to us in the Kiachmone, in the city next to us. He has a kitchen, uh, a base tamchui, as it's called, and he's cooking up uh, meals, and we brought them to the Chayalim. Wow. That's what we're wow. Yes, so I, most so most of the town has left already in Matula? Yes, most of them have yes. evacuated? Yes, and most we, of the town have evacuated. But for example, a lot can't. So for example, yesterday, a neighbor of mine came and knocked on my door and said, Racha, are you here? Uh, I said, yes. Are you staying here? They said, I was staying. Oh, good. Now I'm calm. Now I'm, um, if you're here, I know that we'll be okay. That's what she said. And she's not religious at all, but that's what she said. Just being here without doing much already makes, uh, you know, makes people um, secure. They, they feel secure. Mm -hmm. And uh, of course, people uh, came and they want to put on tefillin. And uh, they even people that are not from at all, they asked us which tefillin they could say. And then, you know, and we're there to, to help them be connected. Incredible. How old are your children, Bracha? Bracha well, my I have Bracha We have nine children, uh, six already married. Um, a few of them are in shlichus all over the world. Um, my youngest is fourteen, and then seventeen and nineteen. There are three, three that are not married uh, yet. Uh, we have time. <laughs> um, wow. But 
Um, the rest are Anschliches in Hungary and California. In Vietnam, I have a daughter. And here in Israel. And were you nervous about your daughter's stay, your children staying when, when you asked them that they wanted to stay? No. Mm-hmm. No. 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 They're a very, very uh, important part of Anschliches on all fronts and everything. If even for, yeah, we built a mikveh next to our house. So they, they're, they're part of it. You know, they know that in the evening I put down the shutters. They can't go out when the mikveh is working. And if they need to go out, they have to ask me, can we go out? If I give them permission, they go out. If not, the same with my husband. If he has to come home, he has to ask me if he can come. Because there needs to be privacy. You know, they live the shlichus since day one, you know. So they're part of everything. So you say you're not scared. You know, a lot of people here are feeling very, you know, here even in America, we're feeling just so dis- disoriented, so disheartened. So like, you know, we see the pictures, we see what's going on there. We feel just, how can we feel more, what should we be doing? And how can we feel more of that strength and that bitachon, that that faith that you're feeling? Well, you can't ignore the fact that horrible things that happen. And, and unfortunately, a lot of things that are not so good are happening. But instead of looking at the half of the you know the, the 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 dark point i look at all the i hang on onto the good things i hang on all the miracles that are happening that there is a a lady in ofakim a couple that were held hostage for a day almost two days by five terrorists it's unbelievable how they survived the i don't know there's the video of this lady of this lady from Ofakim saying how she she how she had the strength she has no idea how but she was talking to the terrorists she said I gave them to I fed them I gave them food I didn't want them to be hungry because I know hungry people are you know not calm and, and she's and, and later she said I have no idea how I had the I don't know God's the strength to talk to them to tell them you know and she had all the time a gun to her head and a and a and 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 she and she has no idea how she she's calm, but she was calm. And at the end, Baruch Hashem, by miracles, because her son, who was a policeman, Punk was outside the house. He was supposed to be home, but thank God he wasn't home. All kinds of little miracles that we see all the time. Ashgacha Pratis said that her son was not home when the terrorists came, because they if he would be there, they would right away recognize that he's a policeman. He was outside and he was able to help the army. To, uh, to give them the design with the house where they can come in. And they quickly came in and somehow killed the terrorists in front of her eyes. And they were a, a few centimeters from her. She said, I have no idea how, the same thing. I, I really don't know, but I guess the Abish to give Kaiches, you know, there's a saying that the Abish to gives Kaiches to everyone to go through what they have to go through. I guess. God gives, God, just to translate, God, God gives the strength. Gives the strength uh, to whoever, you know, we're here in Shlichas Metula, the Eibishter gives us the strength, and I guess it gives us the Kaich to be calm, because it doesn't make sense. If I think about it, you know, it doesn't make sense, but I, I, I'm calm, Baruch Hashem. And I'm calm also knowing that the whole world is davening for us. That, I think, also gives 
us a lot of koyach. The fact that then the whole world is saying Tehillim, learning Torah, giving tzedakah for, for, for our, you know, for our situation, I think also that also helps a lot, a lot, a lot. Knowing and also we are, you know, keep on looking at the Rebbe's videos. The Rebbe is saying how the Eden are in a place. And I remember in the Gulf War, people here were so scared and they were running and taking masks and everything. I remember even then, we took the masks when they told us to take it, but it, we never even opened the box. And, and, and people got strength from our betachan. Oh, are you not, you're not running? I remember we were in the middle of a shear when, uh, in the Gulf War when the, the sirens came, uh, started screaming. So the people looked at us and we were, we were, you know, we didn't do anything. So I said, and they said, if you are calm, we're also calm. You know, mm-hmm. so we get strength from what the Rebbe says always and knowing that the Ebishta is with us from pressure from experience from being here and seeing all kinds of miracles throughout the years, that it just, we know Hashem is with us. Wow. Wow. Can you share with us any stories that you've had in the, any special story that you've had in the past that, that you, um, that you think back on or you rely on when you're feeling a little tension or a little fear? It doesn't sound like that's part of your vocabulary, but maybe when you're feeling a little something. Well, I. I see the Ebishter's hand in every single, every single thing, even not things that are dangerous. You know, I, I'm, I'm a mikveh lady. I have a mikveh that we built. And uh, sometimes I see, you know, for example, I, I, I have one lady at a time because it's a small mikveh. We didn't have too much space to build. So we built a small, small mikveh. So, for example, one evening I had seven ladies coming. So I have an exact time when each one, uh, you know, I, I, or, you know, how um, you say, what's the word? I mean, schedule. I schedule. Schedule. It's one, you know, when they needed to come. And suddenly one of the ladies says, oh, I can't come now. I can come on later. And I said, oh, vey, what's going to be, you know? And then, punk, when she uh, canceled, a lady calls me up and she says, one, I have to, I have, I need to go to the mikveh and I can co- only come at this in this hour. I have to go to the wedding. Can you please accept me? Please, please, please. If not, I can't go until uh, another few days. And punk, the time when she canceled. I mean, I see the Ebishter is mamish, taking care of all these details that look so trivial, but they're not. So the Ebishter is with me, even when there's a dangerous situation, just like he's with me in regular time with, with the mikveh or with, with anything. Um, so wow. I just, you know. Wow, incredible. That's a, how I feel, even in incredible. such a situation. What? What what are you doing there now? Like, what are your? I mean, you said just being there is a is a help for those that are around you. You mentioned before your husband was putting on tefillin on the soldiers. What what is like what what what, what are you, you doing right now or usually? First of all, we Both. live. First of all, we just by living here, showing people they not there's no no other from families here. Just lately, a few from families came to. Long time, a, a long time. Someone. Um, no problem. So, uh, so just being here, showing that here, here in Israel, as you know, the non-from, the from, sometimes there's clashes, 
just being here and showing how we're being good uh, and good neighbor, good neighbors, and we respect them and they respect us. It's already a very important step of, of our shlichus. I could even tell you once, even by not doing something, but not doing anything, we're on shlichus. We had a neighbor, a neighbor uh, that we didn't really know, but we met uh, at a certain uh, meeting, and he said. He came to my husband and said, Shalom, I know you, but you don't know me. I said, okay. My husband said, okay, who are you? I'm my neighbor on top of the mountain. So, um, one second, let's see if I'm going um, On the mountain, so there's one house on top of the other. He said, I'm the neighbor on top of us. So my husband said, uh-oh, are we okay? Or, you know, said, no, I want to tell you, Biglal mashu lo because of something that you don't do, I respect you. Said, what, what did I do? Said, I see you on Shabbat. You're all in your garden, in your garden, dressed all beautifully. That reminds me that it's Shabbat. And I see you learning from your books. And I see, and your neighbors on the, your right side are uh, making uh, a barbecue. And the neighbors in front of you are washing the car. And the neighbor on the other side is ha, has blaring music. And you don't do anything. You're not doing anything. You're with your Kedusha, with Magdusha Shalcha. And you're not saying anything. You're not doing anything. And that mm. really, really uh, hit, it, it really um, it made me very emotional. And because of what you didn't do, I decided that on Shabbat, I will not cut my grass, I will not do barbecue, I will not put music, and I will try to respect the Shabbat. This wow. is by not doing anything. Wow. By right. not doing anything, wow. we're, we're on shlichus. Right. Wow. And, uh, for example, a neighbor of mine in front uh, from a kibbutz, they're from a kibbutz, he was, he was planning and he bought tickets to Cyprus to have a uh, civil, civil wedding, not to get married. And um, one day uh, he saw us and he said, oh, can I ask you a few questions? And they asked, he came with his uh, kale and he asked a few questions about the meaning of a Jewish wedding. And we answered and he asked us again, for two hours they were asking. He said, okay, bye-bye. And then a few days later he asked my husband, I know you know that I'm supposed to go to Cyprus to get married, and they paid thousands of dollars to bring the whole family in, and et cetera, et cetera. I said, are you ready to marry me? Kedat Moshev Yisrael? According to the Jewish law. Yeah. They had a beautiful chuppah, and all of the friends that are, you know, mamish, seemingly far away from Yiddishkeit, and uh, they explained to them, it was right before Shavuos, that the wedding, a Jewish wedding, is just like the Shavuot, the wedding of God and, and Am Yisrael. And they were saying, you know, we were, we were supposed to be not right now in Cyprus, but we chose, willingly chose to get married the Jewish way. And it was such a kiddush Hashem. And just by being a neighbor. Wow. You know. Wow. wow. How, how long are you living in Matula? Hanukkah will be 35 years. 35 years, wow. Yes. The Rebbe sent us here. The Rebbe sent us here. You're not from Israel. You, you, no, you speak I English beautifully. I'm uh, from the Ruddle family in Milan. I'm a Ruddle. Uh -huh. uh, uh -huh. My parents are in Milan. 
and I grew up in Shlichus, and my husband, uh, his mother is American, and the Rebbe sent my in-laws to Eretz so my husband was born here. But um, yeah, we were living in Crown Heights the first months after the Hassan, and we wanted a new place, a place of our own. Mm-hmm. And um, then that's uh, we got married in Milan, in Milano, and then after Milano, we went to visit Eretz and we will check the few places in Europe, a few places in Eretz Yisrael. And then we wrote to the Rebbe, and uh, the Rebbe gave us beautiful bracha for Matula. Wow. Were there okay. hard times over the 35 years that you're there? Um, hard times. Um, well, at the beginning, uh, the people here, when we came to Matula, is a small place. When we wanted to, we came and we wanted to rent out an apartment. They have what it's called the Vadati Chlus. They have, to, they have a, a, a um, I don't know how you say, Vada, a, an acceptance, uh, um, a group of people from the municipality. Committee? A committee, thank you. A committee that has to check if we're okay to accept us to live in Metula. And of course, they didn't accept us. They said they didn't want Metula to be Bnei Brak or, you know, all kinds of, you too know. Religious, uh, right. Too religious, right. Too religious, yes. So, Reber, uh, we went and visited each person of the of the community. Each one, there were like six people. Went to each one and explained to them what we want to do, that we're not trying to, you know, to just here to show that the beauty of Yiddishkeit and to do it in, in a friendly way, et cetera, et cetera. And one of them was really excited. And he, again, asked the whole community to come together and he convinced them to accept us. So that was, uh, you know, the first bruchim aboyim. Wow. <laughs> and then wow. when we tried to work with the school or with the local uh, JCC, they didn't want to, you know, to work with us. But uh, we see miracles, and today, not only do we go to the school before each uh, Chag, before each holiday, and they're asking us to come. Not, we, do, we don't even have to ask, they're telling us to come. And the local JCC is working with us together all the time, and our Jewish club is one of the Chugim, one of the um, activities uh, offered in the JCC. Chabad wow, So we see miracles. In the beginning, they didn't accept us, but we didn't give up. We just did it out of our home. And little by little, and they see that. Yeah. Wow. Even wow. if we had one or two or three children, we continued doing the Jewish club or the activities. We never, you know, we never know if it, we will have from zero to a uh, hundred participants. Wow. We always did what we have to, and Baruch Hashem. Now, because you're on the, the border with Lebanon, is there a lot of soldiers there right now currently stationed there? Yes, yes, we have soldiers. All the time, this, there's soldiers going around. They go through the border to see that everything's okay, that they, they don't see anyone trying to, or something that some on the border. Um, you have Bedouin uh, uh, soldiers that they look at the sand. There is a sand all at, throughout the border. They put sand so they could see if someone tried to, you know, there's the steps or someone trying to go by. To infiltrate. Wow. So, yeah. So um, we see we see them 
you know, patrolling and watching all the time. But now we have soldiers, Mamish, every few, every 200 meters, there's another few soldiers that are just to make sure that everything is okay. Wow. And, wow. Yeah. And, and what, what is the mood there? What is the mood of the soldiers? What is the mood of the Chayalim? Oh, now, after the horrible thing that uh, happened on Simchastera, everyone is with uh, a lot of, I don't know if you know, but the last 10 months, year, have been were very hard as a, as an Israeli, you know, uh, as Israeli nation as a nation there's a lot of conflict between the religious and the non-religious the left and the right wings the horrible horrible uh, situation and by the way here we have a lot of people that are not from and you know and they and they kept on asking what do, what could we do so do what we're doing i'm a right you know religious and you're not and we're okay together and each person has to you know one by one to to get to along, even if we have different, uh, you know, um, uh, agendas or different uh, I say um, ideologies. Yes. So um, in one second after we started seeing the horrifying things that happened on Simchas morning, so in a few seconds, in a few hours, everyone. All the reserves, they, even the soldiers that said that they're never going to uh, fight anymore and they're not going to come to Miluim. Uh, everyone forgot everything they said. And as if nothing, there was no conflicts, everyone together running to help people in need. And everyone's helping each other from, not from, it's very... It's it's unbelievable to see it. Unfortunately, when there's a tsar, that's that's when we see the beauty of Eden, the the, the real Avas Israel. Alvar that will know to do it not only when there's you know tragedies and but um, wow. I guess the so is the, trying so the, to yeah. wake us up to see how we are brothers and sisters. We're all brothers and sisters, no matter what. And the unity has to be there, well, the strength yes. of the unity. Yes. Wow. And okay. I, I know, I hear from all the people, I tell them that there is, the, I send them videos of the people in Kran Heights, how they got together to Davin, and the people all over the world. And I know my brothers in South Africa, they're getting together, and, and in, in London. And and this, they, and they push it with tears in their eyes. Call Am Yisraelitano. They feel all the Yidin are with them, and this also gives a lot of strength. It this, reawakened how much we're such a one people, one people. Right. We're all mm-hmm. brothers and sisters. Mamish. Wow. Rachalea, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm, I'm nervous with you being out of your home because I know you're supposed to be in your home, not outside in a shelter. In a shelter. Um, so I, I want to let you get back. Thank you so much for joining us. What are your last words for us? What should we do for you? What can we do for you? Just continue be, uh, being an avocational one with the other because that's what David is showing us, that we have the truth. We all love each other. So push it, show Hashem how we love each other, really and truly, because we are brothers and sisters. 
And for sure, this Avas Yisrael will bring Mashiach a second closer. Uh, and it should be coming any second. That's the truth. Wow. Beautiful. Thank, thank you so much. And continue with your indomitable faith that you're just you're so sure that everything will be okay. For and sure. You, you, you're just infusing us with that that feeling of faith and that Amuna in Hashem, that belief in God and continue to do your amazing holy work. Stay safe and stay well. Thank Amen. you so much for Amen. joining us. You to all Yidin all over the world. Thank, Thank you. you.